Hello and welcome to Thoughts from the Bible. I am Adam Zander and have been serving as a missionary in Romania for over a decade. Join me every week as we look at simple thoughts from the Bible to help us in our daily walk with Christ and our relationships with our fellow man. Hello from Romania. I hope you are having a good day. We are enjoying very nice fall weather. Yesterday we finished picking up all the apples from our garden and it was just really nice to enjoy the wonderful weather. Soon it will be snowing so we are trying to spend some time outside while we can. Today I would like us to continue looking at simple doctrines from the Bible. I believe it is important to study the Bible if we want to grow as a child of God. Last week, we looked at the fall of man. In that lesson, we read how Adam and Eve sinned in the garden and a curse was placed upon man and all creation. We also saw that sin has consequences. God had to kill an innocent animal to cover their sin and nakedness. This week, I would like us to look at sin. What is sin according to the Bible and God? Man often hides his sin from God and will even change what he considers sin is, all to cover his guilt and responsibility before a holy God. In the book of Romans, chapter 3, we learn about man's sin. This chapter tells us clearly that man is a sinner before God and has no righteousness or true goodness when faced with the righteousness of God. First today, what is sin according to the Bible? People have different ideas on what the word sin means. For some, it is when a person does something really bad, for example, murder. Others say it is just a weakness of man. I choose to believe God's definition of the word. The Bible will normally define its own words. Man has a free will and chooses to sin against God, his creator. So, what is sin according to the Bible and God? First, sin is a transgression or violation, a breaking of God's law or commandments. Let's read 1 John chapter 3, verse 4. Whosoever committeth sin transgresseth also the law, for sin is the transgression of the law. So if you break God's law, you have sinned. Even if someone has never read the Bible or God's commandments, God has still written a law in their hearts, in their conscience. Let's read Romans chapter 2, verses 14 through 16. For when the Gentiles, which have not the law, do by nature the things contained in the law, these, having not the law, are a law unto themselves which show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and their thoughts the meanwhile accusing or else excusing one another. In the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. Without written laws there would be no transgression. That is true even of today. I cannot break a law that is not written down somewhere. It would not be a law. That is why a child may have a sin nature from his parents, 
but is not a sinner until he knowingly disobeys God's law. Let's read Romans chapter 4, verse 15. Because the law worketh wrath, for where no law is, there is no transgression. The Bible also tells us in Psalms chapter 51, verses 1 through 4, that sin is a transgression before God himself. Let's read Psalms 51, verses 1 through 4. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against thee, thee only, have I sinned, and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judgest. It's important to realize we have sinned against God himself, not just our fellow man. Second today, sin is not just breaking God's law. Sin is also a failure to do what God has commanded. In other words, it is a sin to not do what we know is right according to the Bible. The Bible explains this much better than I can in the book of James chapter 4 verse 17. Let's read that, James 4:17. Therefore to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. And lastly, sin is iniquity or doing unrighteousness or wickedness. This is doing something that God forbids. Let's read 1 John 5.17. All unrighteousness is sin, and there is a sin not unto death. All evil, all wickedness is sin in the eyes of God. Next today, who has sinned according to the Bible? The Bible is very clear on this. All have sinned. The Bible simply states this as a fact. It is not an option or something to argue about. We are all sinners. Let's read Romans chapter 3, verses 9 and 10. What then? Are we better than they? No, in no wise. For we have before proved both Jews and Gentiles that they are all under sin. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. And then verse 23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Solomon, the wisest man that has ever lived, said all men have sinned. Let's read the first part of 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 46. If they sin against thee, for there is no man that sinneth not. Solomon said there's no man that does not sin. If we say that we have not sinned, then we make God a liar and we deceive ourselves. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, verses 8 through 10, If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Jesus Christ is the only man that has never sinned. Jesus Christ was 100% man and 100% God, and he did not know sin. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, the Bible says, For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Where did sin come from? 
Sin came to mankind through our father, Adam. We looked at this last week when we talked about the fall of man. Let's read about that in Romans chapter 5, verses 12 through 14. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. For unto the law sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed where there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come. All of us are born with a sin nature. Anyone who has a child can see this. I never taught my daughter to be selfish or get angry when she does not get what she wants. It just comes naturally. We are not held accountable for this sin or become sinners until we know in our hearts that we have sinned against God. My daughter does not understand that she has sinned before God. It's, she's not capable of understanding that yet. For example, a baby shows its sin nature by crying when it needs nothing, throwing food, being selfish with toys, hitting children with toys. However, the child does not know it has sinned against God. They can't even speak yet. If a child dies, even though it has a sin nature, they will not go to hell. The Bible makes that clear in 2 Samuel chapter 12, verses 22 and 23. That would be unjust of God to judge a child who does not understand that he has sinned against a holy God. From the very beginning, God has held man responsible for his sin. God told Adam and Eve that they would die if they ate the fruit. The Bible says in Romans chapter 6, verse 23, that the wages of sin is death. God will judge a person's sin. If Jesus Christ has not paid for your sins, then the wrath of God is upon you. He will have no choice but to send you to the lake of fire to pay for your sins. Man is under the wrath of God because of his sins. The Bible says in John chapter 3, verse 36, He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. One day everyone will have to give an account to God for their sin. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27, And as is appointed to men once to die, but after this the judgment. Let's read one more verse about God's judgment against man's sin. Revelation chapter 20, verses 12 through 15. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. The good news today is that there is a way for your sin to be paid for. We saw last week that God sacrificed an innocent animal to cover Adam and Eve's sin. Jesus Christ came as the perfect Lamb of God and took your place on the cross 
paying for your sins. Let's read John chapter 1, verse 29. The next day John, seeing Jesus coming unto him, and saith, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Luke chapter 19, verse 10, the Bible says, For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. And then Hebrews chapter 10, verses 10 through 12. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. When you ask Jesus Christ to save you from your sins, you receive His righteousness. Look what the Bible says in the book of Romans, chapter 3, verses 21 and 22. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. And then Romans chapter 4, verses 5 through 8. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Even as David also describeth the blessedness of the man, unto whom God imputeth righteousness without works, saying, Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven, and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Talking about our sin is not something we enjoy, but it is an important doctrine that the Bible speaks about often. All of us are sinners in front of God. We need to admit we are sinners and need Jesus Christ to pay for our sins. I hope you will trust Jesus Christ as your Savior today. Let's read from the book of Romans one more time today. Romans chapter 10 verses 9 and 10 that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And then verse 13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Next week we will look at the doctrine of salvation in detail. Thank you for listening today, and I hope you have a blessed day.